From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, May 19th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A central Ohio man is expected to survive after he was shot in the arm by another motorist while driving on Interstate 71 near the Ohio State Fairgrounds early this morning. Tino Ramos has the details. According to police, they say that a driver was driving northbound on 71, and at that point, uh, he was a car pulled up right next to him, fired a shot into his car, and struck the man right in the arm. Now, that man was able to pull over. 911 was called. Police and medics showed up at the scene. The problem is, though, the driver, the person who shot, actually took off. We know just down the road there is a traffic camera right in that area, so Columbus police are looking at that camera, but right now that gunman is still out there. Tino Ramos, ONN News. The people allegedly responsible for the hazing death of an Ohio college student appeared in a courtroom earlier today for the first time since prosecutors filed charges. Angela Ann has the latest. Stone Foltz died in March during a new member initiation event at Pi Kappa Alpha, which is at Bowling Green State University. Prosecutors say as part of a hazing ritual, Foltz was instructed to drink a high amount of alcohol. His mother says she wants to bring hazing to an end. The fraternity hazing that's going on, it's unacceptable. It truly is abuse, and everyone needs to be held accountable. Now, the charges for the seven people range from hazing to reckless homicide. I'm Angela Ann. Foltz's death is bringing renewed attention to another college student's death and the bill named after him that has languished in the Ohio State House. More from Karina Nova. Colin Wyant of Dublin died in 2018 after an alleged hazing incident at an Ohio University fraternity. Ever since, Wyant's parents have been pushing for stricter hazing laws. In March, two state senators reintroduced Colin's law to the Ohio General Assembly days after Stonefold's death. The bill expands the definition of hazing, makes the punishments for it harsher, and requires more education on the dangers of hazing for both parents and students. The same bill stalled in the Senate Education Committee last year. Karina Nova, ONN News. A coalition of black ministers, lawmakers, and national activists have announced a new effort to end capital punishment in Ohio. ONN's Eric Brown reports. The groups say momentum is on their side and point to the March abolition of the death penalty in Virginia, the first southern state to do so. Tuesday's anti-capital punishment push included members of the Ohio Black Legislative Caucus and the Ohio Council of Churches. Stephanie Howes is a Democratic House lawmaker from Cleveland and says the combination of bipartisan bills to abolish the death penalty with the country's recent reckoning over racial injustice is creating a strong anti-capital punishment opportunity. Eric Brown, ONN News. Increasing temperatures through the end of the week could lead to the anticipated emergence of billions of cicadas all over the Buckeye State. The so-called brood 10 of cicadas will emerge from the soil once ground temperatures reach 64 degrees Fahrenheit. The National Weather Service predicts that temperatures are expected to increase through Sunday, peaking at close to 90 degrees for much of the state. This heat spike is likely to bring the cicadas out of hibernation. Western Ohio is the first part of the state to see brood 10 begin to emerge this year. While they are noisy, cicadas are harmless to humans and pets alike. 
If you're traveling within the state, you could soon have a new option. ONN's Eric Brown has more. Amtrak held a virtual roundtable with several city leaders about their vision on Tuesday. The goal is to have rail service through Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati through a Dayton corridor. That means service through Crestline, Delaware, Springfield, and Sharonville. It's being called the 3C&D corridor. The goal is to have it created by 2035 with three daily round trips, but it still needs federal funding to be created. Eric Brown, ONN News. Giant Eagle is joining other retailers in Ohio, updating their policy on wearing masks. More from Tracy Townsend. Company leaders announcing that as more people do get vaccinated and communities reopened, and then in light of recent CDC guidance, masks will no longer be required by fully vaccinated team members and guests at Giant Eagle supermarkets or get-go beginning Monday, May 24th. Now, people who are not fully vaccinated will continue to be required to wear a mask or other face covering while they're in the store. Don't forget curbside pickup and delivery still available if you cannot wear a mask. I'm Tracy Townsend. Doctors say there's good news for Athens County native and Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow. Dom Tiberi has the latest. Leg. The surgeon who performed his reconstructive oh, no. knee surgery uh, on his left knee says Burrow is on track and all systems go for him to start the season on September 12th. That's when the Bengals opened the year against the Vikings. Burrow, if you'll remember, was injured on November 22nd, a terrible injury against Washington. He had surgery December 2nd. I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. And President Joe Biden yesterday visited Michigan and called electric the future of the auto industry. More from Yolanda Harris. The president took a tour of a Ford electric vehicle plant in Dearborn, Michigan. Ford is previewing its new F-150 Lightning truck, and President Biden is trying to tout his multi-trillion dollar infrastructure plan. We now are number eight, and China's number one. Can't let that be sustained. Republicans are trying to trim the infrastructure bill. President Biden says he expects to see a counterproposal soon. I'm Yolanda Harris. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.